I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts. And Catherine. And Caroline. That's us. <laughs> Not that it's been a while since we've heard from us, because today was a, this week was a two-episode week, or last week was a two-episode week, so I feel like we've just been talking up a storm. I've personally been talking to you a lot, because it was my week to do, like, the bonus mini-episode, so I was, I was popping on the mic just a few days ago. It has not been long at all but it doesn't mic. matter i'm excited to be here and i feel like i'm like, oh, also, I'm like in up, a good mood um, right audio now. only episode yeah carol's in a real good mood and for that we we're thankful <laughs> <laughs> hey i'm in a good mood like yep a good portion of the time <laughs> occasionally happy go lucky yeah oh i have this t-shirt that i got in singapore from a cotton on because i didn't have enough like cozy t-shirts to sleep in and it says occasionally happy go lucky and i thought it was kind of funny and so i wear it to bed i've been like getting t-shirts recently oh yep yep <laughs> i really t-shirt. love I come home yesterday i come home yesterday i don't know what in the world she was wearing but it was it was for sure niche. Wait, what was, was I wearing niche yesterday? For sure, that purple tie dye. Oh, that's not even what I was talking I've about. I've never seen something more ill fitting. <laughs> what Catherine is talking about is that you need to name it. Like I drop, got drop the brand, but I don't care. I got um a PR package from Gilly Hicks from Hollister. No, don't. It's fine. I really liked the other outfit, and I actually think that the PJ set was really cozy. Well, it was but just the I, I agree you were with you. In it was when a little I bit unflattering. <laughs> when I walked in the door, you looked like a raccoon in headlights. <laughs> a raccoon. <laughs> what is that from? Is Schmidt, it like Schmidt New, New Girl Raccoon? <laughs> so I got a PR package from Gilly Hicks, and they sent one like sweat and like bra top set that I really really like. It's like this gray set. The bra top is like kind of sports bra-esque but like definitely low impact and then 
sweats and it's really cute and they also sent me slides that go with it that are really cute but then they sent this pajama set and it's very comfortable but it is just like a baggy like it's like soft like almost I don't even know what material you would call it it's like a very soft like sleep material in like a t-shirt and shorts and the shorts are like a little bit longer of shorts and the t-shirt has like a little bit longer sleeves like it's definitely not the like most flattering cut and so Catherine was like the fuck is going I think it on just, here it was like the shock factor of it, <laughs> of it all she was like stopped in her tracks like probably like in the middle of doing work she turns and looks at me and it was just like all around it was just like a raccoon <laughs> please but what i was talking about with the t-shirts is that i ordered a couple different like t-shirts recently i'm kind of in the into the idea of t-shirts that say something funny like kind of ironically so I got one on depop and then one on like red bubble and I got one that said I'm too sexy for corporate America because I yeah because obviously because we're all too sexy for corporate America every single person is unless Unless, Unless you, you like, know your place and you, like, make corporate America your bitch. Like, I could yeah. see myself going one of two directions. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that is either being way too sexy for corporate America and continuing an independent career forever or, like, entering corporate America but, like, running that bitch. You know what I mean? Right. So right. those are definitely the two directions it could take. And Which, then, then again, <laughs> would that be considered being too sexy for corporate America? Who's to argue? You who's, know what I mean? Yeah, so who's to say? So I think that it's fitting no matter what. And then another t-shirt that, it's probably at the post office. I would imagine it's here by now, but I got a t-shirt that says, like, niche internet micro-celebrity. I think it's a t-shirt that Emma Chamberlain wore once, and I remember seeing it, and I was like, wait, I want to find that, because I just think that's kind of funny to, like, wear ironically, but it's also kind of a conversation starter. So those are the t-shirts that I've purchased recently. Speaking of purchases, let's get into my high of the week, which is something that just happened i don't know i feel like this i like have a lot of the highs the moon right i'm now. kind of thinking glass half full right now a lot like i feel like there's a lot of things i can think of as a high for the week one that i've been like filming a lot of recipes and like making fun like kitchen food recipe content which i've been really enjoying so that's been really good using my nice bright kitchen at home before i go into a dorm kitchen t- or not a dorm kitchen but like a small apartment kitchen that I've never been in the apartment yet and I'm really hoping our kitchen is supposed to have like a skylight so I'm assuming that it's going to be bright but I really don't know what to expect for the kitchen I don't know what to expect for kitchen content I might be filming it all on like the white kitchen table with a ring light to get the lighting right like we'll see it's not going to be quite as easy as the nice bright white kitchen that I'm grateful to have at home so I'm capitalizing on food content for now that's one of my highs is that I've been enjoying that another one we'll have some sunlight but don't take my word for it, guys, because I've never been in. I know. We've never... Have we said this yet? We've So we're moving into our apartment on Thursday, September 1st. And we've never been inside because when we had to sign our lease, we were abroad in Singapore. And so Anna just toured the apartment herself and we knew we wanted a three-bedroom. We knew we wanted it in a specific neighborhood. And it was kind of the only option. And so we just took it. And so we'll kind of see I think it's definitely a little bit on the smaller side but like it's a city apartment in Boston it's gonna be on the smaller side but I'm really excited about the neighborhood that oh, we're it's in. on the real it's on the smaller side for sure but I'm excited to have like our own independent place to have my own room inside of it because for the first two years of college I had a roommate 
one of which was in Catherine Don't last year, and that was keep my name out of your mouth. <laughs> it was awful. No, it wasn't. There were pros and cons, um, as no, there are with anything. Bad. But it was, yeah, I'd it, say it was pretty bad. So I'm just so excited to like have my own independent space. I feel like it's just gonna feel like you know forging forging a life there in you know regardless of if the kitchen is bright and nice or not. But a purchase that I just made today an hour ago. As I'm getting ready to go to school, you know, naturally I'm looking through my closet, I'm scrolling Pinterest trying to kind of figure out like the style, the vibe, what we're going for. And I'm just all into like, and I feel like a lot of people are nowadays, like trying to just like simplify my style, have really good staples. And for me, it's like pants are so difficult because I feel like, why are there so Because why? Oh my god, I was saying this the other day to someone. <laughs> that wasn't what I mean. I don't mean that I don't want to wear pants. Oh, I sorry, mean I that, zoned like... out for a second. <laughs> and I came back in and you said pants are so restricting. And I, was like, I said difficult. They're so difficult because I, why do I have to wear them? You know what I mean? I was talking about this the other day. Like, sweatpants, yeah, they can be cute sometimes, but like, long term, they're not that cute. Like, they make you feel a little gross. But pants, you sit down and all of a sudden you have a, butt, a zipper, like, poking in through your belly button and it's like down your spine like it is so uncomfortable but then god forbid you unzip your pants in public like you you can't be doing that unless you like have a long shirt on and when you sit down they fit differently than when you're standing up and oh my god oh, and so what in the world are you supposed to do it's, it's such what a- i meant by that is that it's it, i feel like it's really difficult to find like the perfect pair of pants because everyone's body types are so different that it's like every standard pair of pants just doesn't like work on every single person and I feel like I'm constantly like I'll love a pair of pants one year and then the next year I've either grown out of them or I don't love the fit of them or something like pants are just so difficult and so I decided that I want some more pairs of just like loose comfortable kind of baggier style pants and so I was on the search this morning on my phone I was searching like cargo pant utility pant baggy jean and I found a pair of American Eagle baggy jeans black, plain, looked really good. And they were on clearance on my phone. And then where you like put your size in and it says available in store, it was available in the store near me. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go there today because I would rather try them on and know than have to return them. I walk into the store and here are these low rise baggy jeans, but they're like front and center on display in multiple colors, full price. And I was like, that's really interesting because I saw them on clearance online. Someone's lying. But there they are in multiple colors in my size. So I pick them up, I try them on. They're great. I love them. It's like a good low-rise baggy jean. And I know what you're thinking. Low-rise? They're not like super low-rise. They're just made, not okay. super high-rise. Can I just add to the point? Add to the plot. You made fun of me today for the pants I was wearing. <laughs> that is such a different story. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not. You story. bullied me. You straight up bullied me to my face, and then you turn around and go buy pretty much the exact same pants. <laughs> and Catherine is talking about They this. know the one. They know the one. And Catherine is talking about this pair of, like, giant men's jeans. That they're she not has. giant. They're only four <laughs> sizes too big, and they're women's. <laughs> they're women's? Yes. No way. I've always they're- thought they were men's. They're just four sizes too big. Okay, well, they're the, like double the size. They're pants that are like double her size, and she wears them unbuttoned, unzipped, <laughs> and just lets them hang. <laughs> so, no, they're not the same. No. These are tailored you fit just, to no, me. No, you don't get it. <laughs> she wears them unbuttoned, unzipped, no, guys, my- consistently, and she, they just hang. <laughs> So of course I wore them to family. Um, our cousin came over for for yeah. like brunch this morning, 
and he happens wearing <laughs> these pants. And it wasn't a thing until, like, we went to go outside for a nice family walk, and Kyle goes, button your pants. And our cousin goes, maybe you just don't respect the drip. Maybe you just don't get it. And that's what I think. I think she just doesn't get it. And then my mom goes, are you wearing underwear? <laughs> because it was yes. literally, they were literally about to fall down. No, I was wearing a bathing suit okay. also. And they wouldn't have fallen down. Because... Okay, so I try on these pants and they're like a great, like, kind of mid-rise, kind of low-rise, but like baggy fit. I will say that I also tried on a pair of um, low-rise flare jeans. Oh, and God, And those, no. on the other hand, were super not flattering because I think that the combination of skinny around the thigh with a low-rise waist where, like, it's not really your waist, it's kind of, like, your hip bones, so it's, like, the widest part of, like, your so-called waist, and then right into a skinny jean, right into that, like, you know, right into that, like, big thigh, you know, like, right into the thigh, and so those were, like, like, I'm trying to, like, say, like, it goes right from, like, you know, like, like, when you have strong legs, it goes right from, like, the biggest part of your waist to, like, a strong thigh no, like it's when, just not the contrast legs, when yeah. you're working with some legs and you yeah. put on a pair of skinny jeans no it, but but it at the same like, time you know, you know when they make no balloon but i want to say i have you know no because i want to make a suggestion dogs. to people Caroline. listening who are in the same way fine say your say okay say so you, you they, like picture balloon animal we should dog. just make this like can we turn this into like a fashion episode <laughs> <laughs> okay so um, um, <laughs> a balloon a animal bal- dog a balloon animal dog. You know how it has the, like, twisty and then it goes... Or a sausage. That's what I feel like when I wear skinny jeans. I feel like the, like, my hip bone and my knees, like, the little twisty things. Oh. And then it goes, like, oh, okay. out and around. Interesting. I have a pair, also from American Eagle, of high-rise flare jeans. And I actually think those are super flattering because they get the high-rise, they hit at your waist... And then they're skinny, they're, like, slim on the butt, and so they're really flattering on the butt, and then they kind of flare out, like, after the knee, so they're not skinny all the way down, and I actually quite like those, but I didn't like the low-rise bootcut flare jeans, so, like, just keep that in mind. But I like these low-rise skater jeans. So I go up to a girl working there, and I say, hey, I actually saw these on clearance online, but they're full price here, and she goes, oh, we can price match that for you, and I say, all right, well, give me two. And then I see, like, a high-rise 90s jean that's on sale for, like, $29 in black. And I say, I'm also looking for a new high-rise black jean, so I'm going to get that as well. So now I have these three clearance on-sale jeans, and they're all great jeans. And in my wallet, I found two American Eagle gift cards that have probably been sitting in my wallet for like a year because I just haven't shopped at American Eagle in a very long time and I don't know where these gift cards came from and I say you know what I don't know how much money's on these but just try them please please swipe number one swipe number two I owe two dollars two dollars moment of silence moment of silence yeah, you heard it. And right. so I'm kind of riding a high right now because I got three no, like, that's an great pairs riding of jeans. Riding a high is an understatement. She is jumping the high of my life. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then after that, um, my mom and I went to the meat market, obviously, <laughs> to get some steak for Carl's. dinner. Carl's meat market to get some steak for dinner because my dad's gonna grill some steak tonight and. It was, like, a friendly crowd in there, too. Like, the vibes were still good. And then we went to the little market next door to get some vegetables, and the woman told me she liked my top. And the person in the American Eagle also said that she liked my outfit. Like, people were kind, and things went well. So, kind of having a good moment right now. 
two dollars literally two literally two dollars well it was like two dollars in some sense but i was like you're kidding so you lied well, it was, it was less than $3. All right, do you have a low? Not to d- put a damper on this <laughs> Not whole to situation, put a damper on but... things. Um, I had a really hard time sleeping last night because my stomach okay. was upset. Okay, rule number one, I swear to God, for a month we're not allowed to say anything <laughs> about sleep because that was about to be mine. I think we just have to accept the fact that I don't sleep ever. That, or that sleeping is inconsistent. It's hard. Look, I need to, like, I don't know what it is. Like, I, I had a phase where I would take melatonin gummies for a little while, and I think that was maybe good for me. That was in Singapore. But I want a consistent sleep schedule when we go to school. And it's not that I, like, try to stay up late. It's that sometimes I just have a really hard time getting to sleep. And I wake up early no matter what. Mm. So it's been... We, every day I'm like, oh, it's been a week. And then I think back and I'm like, oh, I said it was been a week last week. And the week before that. So I just haven't slept Okay, ever. that actually should be a rule because I feel like almost every week our low is, like, something right? about we had one bad day of sleep during the week or something. But it was last night for me because my stomach was upset. And it then I just, like, it was me. all the nights. And then I so woke up early. But, but when I woke up early at 5.30, that's when I had a burst of motivation to start going through my closet. That's when I oh scoured for these jeans on the internet. And then it turned my day around and it turned into a high. So there you go. You're not going to get a real low out of me today. She's just too happy. Um, What's yours? Oh, my high is that I've been wildly busy this week, but with, like, good things. It's not, like, draining things. I guess it's draining because I haven't slept, but we're not talking about that. But, um, I don't know. It's been good, like, fun fun activities. We had friends come. I feel like it's just been a social week, which love to love it when, like, social social life because i feel like we've talked about this with the whole balance idea of being if if it being a ratio and people have different priorities and that other things like work and like the gym and stuff like that in my life take a priority over social life sometimes which is not good um so when social life does like come to the forefront in a completely aligned way i feel like it's always so much better than better than expected so yeah it's been like a decently social summer in general I think at least relative to my amount of social activity last summer and my amount of social activity like in Singapore this the past like five months you know I think like this this phase has been like a bit more social in a lot of ways which has been nice and then my low is I feel like I have a lot of allergies right now if you guys can't tell that is true I'm talking a little funny because I'm like allergic um but I'll just drink some water and we'll get over it. Wherever your summer takes you, bring the energy and hydration to make today and every day totally yours with products made for this moment. Advocare wants to help you find your flavor of the summer with their summer sampler bundle of spark packs and rehydrate electrolyte packs. For just $12 and free shipping, you can try all of the flavors of these two products. Spark helps boost energy with 20 vitamins and minerals and rehydrate supports long-lasting hydration with 9 vitamins and minerals and 4 electrolytes. Caroline recently made electrolyte popsicles with a fruit punch rehydrate pack, and obviously I stole one, and it was so refreshing. We're always on the go, in a rush, moving around, especially over the summer, so having these packs makes it so convenient to stay hydrated or just be an afternoon slump on the go. You can find the Advocare Summer Sampler Bundle linked in our show notes or at advocare.com slash to grab them yourself. That's A-D-V-O-C-A-R-E dot com slash enjoy if you love listening to girls with goals and other podcasts like ours and you've ever thought about making your own then let's talk about anchor 
First off, it's free, which is amazing because there are so many cool things you can do with Anchor to make your podcast a reality. You can record and edit right on Anchor using your phone or your computer, and then Anchor will distribute your episodes to Spotify, Apple, anywhere you want your podcast, Anchor does it for you. Anchor works with Spotify, so you can add any song straight from Spotify into your podcast. You can even make money off of your podcast through Anchor. It's really just everything you would need or want in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time girls with goals listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com today that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything, car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this Ambition Card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the Ambition Card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The Ambition Card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. We'll get over it. Goal? I feel like our goal is like move-in day. (laughs) Yeah. Get everything together for that. I'll be packing the night before. Honestly, you just gotta found start out- a little net. Well, you're no. working for the next couple of days, so I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, but packing. also just found out that like Caroline and my mom are going early in the day, and then my dad and I are going later in the day because we have to like move the furniture and stuff. Um, my mom so and I are gonna I take extra. the car with like clothes and stuff, and then Catherine and my dad are gonna take a U-Haul with the couch. So I guess I have extra time. So maybe I'll just pack that morning. No, you gotta be prepared to at least put your clothes and stuff in the car before. Here's my thing, though. If there's a deadline, I'm gonna make it, no matter... So, why why start (laughs) early? Um, I'm learning to build more time, like, account for time in my life and things like that, because I think that naturally... 
okay, here is what I'm saying. I think naturally things like, oh, I'm going to move, like, of course I'm going to pack. Like, I wouldn't actually account for time and, like, schedule that into my life. I would just expect it to get done. And then it would be, like, the night before and stuff like that scrambling. And then it ends up being more time and work than you think it is. Would it get done? Sure, but it would be at a stressful peak. And so I'm, like, scheduling that in. And for the next few days, I have little, like, batches that I'm going to do. So that's just kind of on on me, you know, being healthy. Mm. Honestly, you're doing yeah. so well. But that's the goal, to have a smooth move-in and a fun move-in. Like, you guys know, I'm, like, literally itching to move into our Boston apartment so badly. I want to go so badly. And I love that Say we're moving again. in. I want to move so badly. Yeah. And it's going to it's gonna go so smoothly. I'm excited for my room. It's very simple. Like, I don't have any decorations and stuff. I'm just going to, like, do my basic furniture and then decorate it after. And I think we're going to have such a fun move-in day with Anna. All of our parents will be there. We'll get some dinner. And then we move in on a Thursday, so we go right into a weekend seeing friends that we haven't seen in literally so long because we were away last semester. Like, I'm just I'm just so ready to go. I think it's going to be a really fun weekend, so... That's the goal. So, yeah. Have a lot of fun and a smooth move in. All right. So now for the episode. <laughs> so let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. And what we're going to talk about today is five different reasons why you could be feeling bloated other than food. Because here's how this came up for me. The past couple weeks, and I feel like it happens often, which it makes sense when we're going to get into this, I just like have times where... I feel like my whole body is kind of, like, puffy and bloated, but it feels like not a nutrition thing, like, not a food thing. Like, it's not just in my stomach. My stomach's otherwise not really upset. My body just feels puffy, you know? When you, like, you feel it kind of in your stomach, but I also feel like my face will get kind of puffy and stuff sometimes, and it was kind of going on for, like, longer than usual this time, and so I was thinking about it a lot, and I was like, huh, uh, I just came off of a vacation in Costa Rica, and this week after, where, like, I was having a really hard time sleeping the week after we got back, and I also did not sleep much at all on the vacation. I also drank a lot more and, like, ate very differently when we were on the vacation. I also just feel, like, very, like, stressed in my life, kind of, and, like, I was emotionally going through it a little bit, and I was like, I feel like this all must be really connected, so I decided to take it into my own hands and do kind of a little research on the connection between all these like different things and different factors that could make you bloated and puffy and why that happens and then relay that to you guys because I feel like a lot of people come to me with questions about being bloated and stuff. Why would I learn something without speaking it (laughs) Right, that would be a waste. Why would I do anything without telling you? That would be a waste. And so all of these things obviously like look this isn't my own scientific research. I'm not a medical professional. This is all things that I found on the internet. So, at the end of the day, like, you can do your own research on them and stuff too. This is just kind of the basic things. But I think good to, you know, get an idea not only to be, like, preventative if you you feel like you are kind of getting bloated in the puffy a lot, but also to give yourself an explanation instead of just being like, oh, I look fat today. Oh, I, like, feel gross today. Oh, like, I must have gained weight, you know? Like, if nothing else, it just gives you an explanation that could give you a little bit of peace of mind. And I feel like especially girls just, like, get kind of bloated and, like, get puffy often. I don't know. At least I feel like I do. Hormones be wild. So true. And so that leads into one of them. But actually, I want to do stress first because I've also always noticed 
like the gut brain connection and it's so real and I know in Catherine and I really want to have a guest on to like dive into the gut brain connection a lot more and like get scientific about it because it's just not something that I know all of the details about and all the whys about but the gut and the brain are incredibly connected and so I noticed that on one hand if I eat something that I have like a food intolerance to or something that upsets my stomach it makes me lethargic it makes me irritable like it goes that shit goes straight to my brain and affects my mood and affects how I'm thinking gives me a headache and all of these different things on the other hand if I have any sort of stress or anxiety I feel like I feel it very physically and I feel it in my gut as well I'll feel nauseous I'll feel like there's like a pit in my stomach or I'll just feel like heavy And so it goes that reverse way as well, where if you're feeling anxiety or stress or even like physical stress, like if your body has just been under a lot of pressure and doing a lot, then that can go right to your gut. Like there's a direct correlation there and it can mess up your gut microbiome. And then, of course, that's going to lead to more bloating, especially in your stomach in that case, but also just kind of that puffiness all over. And so I looked into this because that is what I already knew and what I'd picked up on myself. And what I found is that essentially when you're feeling anxious or stressed, your brain goes into this like fight or flight mode and it stops your body from properly digesting food until it feels like things are back to normal. But when you're in a stress state for a long time, then you never really fully come out of that fight or flight mode, which means that your digestive system could be always compromised. And then that can literally like cause IBS and cause digestive issues and so obviously then symptoms of bloating and things might occur and might be more prolonged or might be more permanent with that like prolonged stress state as well as just shorter periods like you might have a body that just really takes stress right to the gut you know but that psychological distress is often linked with IBS and like It says gastritis, ulcers, inflammatory bowel disease, like these are all things that I found can literally just be caused by stress and anxiety. It can like link right to your gut in that way. I know. Listen to that. Like, and I've always wondered, I'm like, with IBS, so many girls specifically have it and I'm like, it could be Oh my God, so true. I know. Wait, maybe it's like a hormonal thing. I know. It could be hormonal for sure, because I think there's also a link with that. But it's, like, I don't know, it just seems strange that, like, so many people, like, just, like, come into IBS. Like, I don't think my stomach was as sensitive when I was a kid, you know? And a huge reason of that could be, like, prolonged periods of stress. Even, you know what I mean? Yeah, something to think about. (laughs) Something to think about. And so... Many people then often find that anxiety-reducing techniques will help to relieve digestive problems. Also, you know, helping relieve just that stress of your mind and helping you sleep better, helping you relax and things like that. So if you're feeling kind of bloated and puffy and you think it's not because of food and you think that it could be contributed to stress and things, do things like, you know, meditation, exercise of course but like exercise can also if you're overdoing exercise can be a stressor in itself so like that's like physical yeah stressor meditation yoga exercise breath work you know all of these kind of immediate de-stressing things might really help you out and then on the flip side taking good care of your digestive system will also create that better gut brain relationship and then support your psychological well-being at the same time so it kind of goes both ways in that sense. Everything is, like, 
domino effect is wild. Mm. Everything is everything. Everything is everything. So and, profound. Mm, and so that is the basics of how stress and anxiety in itself could be a reason why you are feeling bloated and puffy. And that is something to look into. Okay, so I know that, like, literally five minutes ago that I said we weren't going to talk about sleep anymore, but that was a lot because we're talking about sleep, which is point number two, poor sleep. So obviously when you aren't sleeping or aren't sleeping well, your whole body gets thrown off, like your rhythms, your routines, everything gets thrown off. It's most likely deprived, like same thing would happen if you were to oversleep, but I feel like it most commonly happens with undersleeping. Um... But, you know, you just feel lethargic, you feel gross, and you feel puffy. Like, you don't need a scientific explanation to tell you that. You've felt it before. We've all felt it. Like, I'm feeling it right now. On the other hand, can I say, has anybody also felt like if you get a really good night's sleep, you wake up feeling, like, a little bit deflated sometimes? Like, Like you know, everyone says, like, like the morning skinny and stuff. I feel like sometimes when you get a really great night of sleep and you wake up feeling refreshed, like, I feel less puffy like I feel well that would just be the opposite like, of the saying that's, that's what I'm saying that's what I'm saying sleep is, is that I, I feel it both ways for sure um yeah so but it's stre- it stresses you out number one you're tired it puts physical stress on your body because your body hasn't recuperated enough like you sleep to kind of rejuvenate yourself and get your body caught up with everything so when you are lacking in sleep or are having poor sleep then your body doesn't get to do that or doesn't get to do that properly so it's all out of whack and you're physically stressed. Like, that takes a toll on your body. It also takes a mental toll because you're tired. You can't do anything else. You get a little bit stressed because you're struggling to keep up with things or you're feeling overwhelmed a lot easier. And that's is more mental stress. But poor sleep, I feel like, is so quick to just take a toll on you. And that links to physically looking and feeling a little bit... <laughs> unwell well because when you have less sleep and your body is in that more stressful fight or flight mode then circle right back to everything we just said before about how your body responds to stress yeah absolutely but also with lack of sleep our bodies release a stress hormone called cortisol and cortisol i feel like everyone has heard of cortisol before but it's a stress hormone so it can disturb your digestive system and then like straight up cause that bloating inflammation because your digestive tract is disturbed. That's what I was saying in the beginning. Like, when you don't sleep, your body, all of its functions and its, like, natural kind of rhythms, digestive system included, all the systems are thrown off, backed up, slowed down, whatever it is, and it just throws you all, all for a loop. All right, so there's two reasons right there, stress in general and then also poor sleep. To look at if you're feeling kind of bloated and puffy and you're looking for the explanation for that. Honestly, what I think the biggest one is for all girls or all people who get a period is your period. Because literally, hormonally, like, your body is changing. Like, completely. You're you're on a completely different wavelength during that time. And I think often, like, that is when I notice it and feel it the most that I'm feeling, like puffy like that is when I'll look at myself and be like ew I look so gross ew I'm feeling so gross will be like a few days before my period and then I get my period and I'm like oh that's why but for a few days I like trick myself into thinking that my body's changed and that it's for like other reasons or like I've gained fat and stuff when really like yeah my body has changed but it's literally water retention because of your period so I wanted to look into this one and I and I looked into it pretty deeply so I want to try to explain to you 
why this might happen to you, why this probably happens to you. Because this is definitely where I notice it the most. So, here's what I learned. When you're on your period, you have a lot of water retention in your body before and then also during. So, estrogen peaks right before your period and high levels of estrogen in your body can cause your body to retain fluid. All throughout your body, retaining fluid is literally going to just like like add size to your body like it's literally adding like surface area to your body you know it's like puffing you up a little bit then that drops off right before your period but then during your period you have an increase in progesterone progesterone am i pronouncing that correctly i'm not a doctor can you say it progesterone progesterone Progester- is it own progesterone or progesterone I think it's well, proge- how's it spelled like hormone. Progesterone. progesterone. Yeah. Pro- I feel like people just say it fast, like progesterone. Okay, we're gonna say it really fast so that it could go either way. Progesterone. Progesterone. <laughs> progesterone activates the hormone. Oh God. <laughs> what? You need it. This is guys. This is research that I did before. Obviously, I'm not like I wasn't saying this before. Aldosterone. Progesterone activates aldosterone. the hormone aldosterone, which causes your body to, you guessed it, retain more water. So, you you have estrogen peaking right before your period, causing you to retain more water, but then you have progesterone during your period, which is causing you to retain more water, because essentially, like, your hormone levels are just all over the place, and it's causing these changes in your body. That could be around your stomach, your arms, your legs, even your face, and I feel like it's, like, everywhere for me. Like, literally, I'll just feel puffy (laughs) everywhere. It's my whole body. Even my face. And that will make you feel puffy or feel like you've gained fat when you haven't or even like your clothes might fit differently all of those things and literally just because like yeah your body's puffed up it's retaining water because of that another thing to think about is that when you're on your period you might live a little bit differently you know like it might impact your sleep it might impact your movement and your workouts and stuff you might move less which then might cause things to get backed up a little bit and then you might also have cravings that make you eat differently So you might be eating more salty foods, which cause even more water retention, or you might be eating more simple carbs, which really like quick carbs and sugars and stuff can also cause water retention. So not only is that like flux and hormones doing it to you before and during your period, but also just changes in the way that you move, changes in things that you eat could contribute to that even more. So I think that's why, personally, I feel like that is the biggest time because not only are you having the hormone changes, but then there could also be lifestyle factors that are adding even on top of that as well. So notice if times when you're you're feeling more bloated, you're feeling more puffy, if you feel like it's kind of a consistent thing that comes and goes, try to notice if it is that like before and during your period kind of time. And then that just gives you some peace of mind to know like that is why. And, you know, maybe there are some things that you can do to relieve it, but at the end of the day, it also just lets you know, like, you're good. Like, there's a reason for this. That's why. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. And alcohol. I feel like, wait, before we get into this, you know how I, I saw a TikTok on this, so I know it's like a 
No, I shouldn't say that. I was about to say I saw a TikTok on this, so I know it's like a. a thing. I know it's real. I know it's real, but um, no. So like, this is I know it's a universal experience. Okay. And like, if you drink the next night, you're like, oh my god. The next morning, you wake up and you're like, I'm so shredded. Like, I look so good. I'm jacked. Like, I look so good. Do you ever get? Do you ever feel that? Honest, maybe. Wait, maybe I, that's definitely a thing. But I found out the reason was, and again, don't quote me on this because. Um, who knows what source I got it from, but the reason is because, like, alcohol has something in it that is, like, dehydrating, so you're dehydrated, it's the same thing, like, you wake up, you're dehydrated, and you, like, feel, I don't know, you just, like, you're dehydrated, so it's the opposite of water weight. Yeah, but long-term it's the dehydration water causes water retention, though. Like, no, no, I know, I'm yeah. talking about, this is just, like, a one, like, the 12 hours from, like, you go to sleep after drinking and you wake up the next morning you're like, damn. And then maybe it'll set in later and it, like... Because a lot of people experience, like, but... feeling puffy and bloated and, like, face puffiness and redness while they're drinking. And that is, like, the alcohol mixed with dehydration and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? But I'm talking about when you wake up and you're, like, immediately in the morning you're like, oh, I look, I look kind of good. I look a little kind of good, but that's because, like, I look kind of shredded because you're dehydrated. Like, mm. every, your whole body's dehydrated. And then that goes away in, like, two seconds, and then you feel... Then you're, like, gross. Yeah. Gross skin. That but, water retains. Um, because alcohol is an inflammatory substance. We're talking about inflammation all around here. Um, even, like, carbonation, even, because mm-hmm. a lot of drinks or people will, like, mix drinks and have carbonation in them. That, that always leaves me, like, literally so bloated. My stomach is... Looks like I'm six months pregnant with the carbonation. You know what I mean? But also just, like, alcohol in general sugar in your drinks Mm -hmm. because like i said before sugar like quick carbs like that they they spike your body's blood sugar and they cause you to retain water that's why a lot of people be like oh like like the carb bloat like pasta bloat pasta baby you know like carb baby that kind of vibe because those quick carbs like that's what they do they cause you to retain water so now imagine alcohol an inflammatory substance mixed with those quick sugars that are causing you to retain water and be bloated mixed with even carbonation like that's like a triple triple, triple threat, threat right, there. right there and that doesn't necessarily have to mean it's a bad thing obviously like you can absolutely enjoy drinking do that but like just like you can you can be aware of that or at least like pin the reason on that you know and if it's something that you are like super concerned about then maybe go for something that's, like, not as packed with sugar, or maybe try something that's not as carbonated, or, like, you know, minimize those things instead, because, you know, alcohol is alcohol. It's going to be inflammatory no matter what, but there are ways that you can probably minimize it if that's something that you relate to and experience a lot. Also, I would say the volume of just, like, drinking also physically fills you up, because, like, when you're drinking, you're having, like, drink after drink in no other scenario are you like kind of filling yourself with that much liquid at once that in the moment i feel like even the volume would just kind of so you would never be like oh (laughs) just drink like 16 glasses of water right here right now i mean i hope you're not having 16 drinks but you know what you mean yeah and then also the less hydrated you are and the more alcohol you drink then the stronger that bloating could be especially in the moment so another thing to do is like i think a lot of people say drink water while you're drinking like also have some water going so you make sure you're staying hydrated during that that's why people love things like liquid iv because it's that instant hydration either the morning after or during while you're drinking keeping yourself hydrated 
and also just like being hydrated and eating well throughout the day before can also be pretty preventative in that sense because look the answer here is not to stop having a period or stop drinking alcohol if that's something you enjoy or like avoid stress altogether because that's just not realistic you know but it's like being aware of these things so that you can be a bit preventative and you can also just kind of pinpoint these things instead of it's just so easy to look at yourself and be like ugh, like what's what's going on why is this and so now at least you can have a bit of an explanation to it so now we're at four reasons and I said we were going to give you five and I said we were going to give you five non-food reasons why you might be feeling bloated and puffy this fifth one is almost food but it's not and so I'm counting it here because I don't count this as food and that is artificial sweeteners sugar alcohols if you will because it's not food because it's not food we're going right from alcohols to sugar alcohols and I define sugar alcohols as like like anything that's like all like erythritol sorbitol um artificial sweeteners could be like aspartame I believe stevia and sucralose are Stevia is a natural. bit are more natural, yeah. more digestible versions. But anything like aspartame, erythritol, sorbitol, the alls, um, those I usually avoid. And that's why like it sucks things like Halo Top and things like that. It's like you want to love them, but then you look at the ingredients and they're packed with so many artificial sweeteners. It's like truly just have the real thing because it's so bad for your digestive system and bloating and can be really bad for your body. And here's why. Artificial sweeteners contain compounds that are not easily digested. They don't fully digest in the small intestine, and so they go to the large intestine and they're fermented by bacteria. So, like, these are literally chemical compounds. They cannot be digested by your body like food is. And so instead, they sit in your large intestine and they're just fermented there by bacteria. Fermented. Beer is fermented. Kombucha is fermented. Those things be bubbling. You know what I mean? Bubbling. Like, imagine. It's just bubbling in your stomach like that. It causes gas and it causes bloating. Your stomach is going to literally, like, bubble and blow right up if you have... And I mean, look, everybody's sensitivities are different, but I notice that so much. I really stray as much as I can from sugar alcohols. And so that's something to be super aware of because I definitely, like, had phases where... I just, like, would ha- I had a lot of those things, and it totally, like, that is when I was struggling with my digestion the most, so I totally saw that link there. So, sugar alcohols, I'm including here because it's something that you might not be aware of or might not think could be causing you that distress is, like, the sugar-free things, and I just don't necessarily consider it food, so we're including it in this. So, there you go. Those are five so have it. things other than food and what you're eating because it's a whole other ball game digestive things and if you are if you do think that you have food intolerances and stuff definitely look into like researching FODMAPs and you know seeing if dairy and gluten are culprits because those are likely for a lot of people but there's also a lot of reasons other than food why you could be feeling kind of bloated and puffy going through phases up and down and like I said I feel like I go through phases of it all the time and I think it's like definitely hormonal a big part of it and then it also is like stress I feel things like that so physically and so for me just having these explanations is just you know a good thing to be aware of because I can kind of keep them under control be preventative but also just have that explanation in my life.
to reiterate an actual disclaimer before we um, sign off for the evening. Before we sign off. We're not nutritionists. This is just research that we did on our own and anecdotes from our own experience. So. Not even nutritionists, but any medical thing in general. Yeah, so take about. it take it with a grain of salt. Take it as you will. And also know that none of these things, like, we still do all these things. We still obviously get poor sleep. Sometimes. Sometimes eat inflammatory foods. It, like, right? It's not to say, oh, absolutely don't do any of those things. It's just... It's fun being aware of them, and obviously, and obviously they do feeling, have some benefit. Not yeah. feeling bloated and puffy, like not feeling you feel a puffy, lot better. Like, so, so thinking <laughs> about these different fun. culprits is helpful. Um, but yeah, disclaimer: this is by no means telling you what to do and what not to do. It's just giving you some information. So take it as you will, and thank you for listening. You can follow the podcast. At, well, first follow the podcast anywhere you listen: Spotify, Apple amazon wherever else you listen give the show a follow give it a rating and a review that means so much to us and you can also follow on instagram or tiktok at girls with goals pod at and Catherine kaneen at caroline kaneen that's also going to be all linked below so you can just click on over and check it out but and... we so appreciate you listening and hope you got some good stuff out of this or just enjoyed listening to us talk <laughs> we'll see you next monday bye If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the ambition card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The ambition card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com.